Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover Him and find purpose today. Today, I'd like to talk about something that's uh, really on my heart. Uh, As usual, I try to pray and just um, give a timely word every week and uh, pray that it be a word in due season for you today. And uh, it's this. I'm just praying today and believing that you would be encouraged to hear this, that your song hasn't been sung yet. So, so don't quit. Um, don't, don't think it, don't, don't act like it and, and don't do it. Don't quit. Don't walk away from what God has called you to do. Don't walk away from God. Don't walk away from your relationship with God. Um, don't be shaken by what's going on around us in this world, but, but stand steadfast in Jesus today. I want to read from Psalm um, 137, 1 to 4 today. And uh, in the New King James Version, it says this By the rivers of Babylon, they, there we sat down. Yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For there, for there, those who carried us away captive asked us for a song, and those who plundered us asked for myrrh saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? I think we, we sometimes, we all wrestle with this. Matter of fact, I know we do. I believe we all wrestle with how can we sing the, the song of the Lord in a foreign land? How can, we, how can we have the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, in a place that seems so foreign and sometimes so dark and, 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 and so treacherous and so evil? How can we have how can we sing the song of the Lord? And and let's just look at this. Let's just break this scripture down in Psalm 137. Matter of fact, it'd be good for you to go later and, and just really um, just dig into these verses. But this is a psalm of Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. I remember years ago, man came to me and said, you're going to be like a Jeremiah, like a, like a weeping prophet. And, you know, I don't know if that's a word we all want to hear, but I believe it was the compassion of Jeremiah for God's people. It was the heart that Jeremiah had for God's people. And I know many times it's caused me to weep, um, over the brokenness of, of society, weep for souls and weep for my brothers and sisters who are being persecuted throughout the world. And, and, uh, you know, weep for those caught up in trafficking. And, and so it's not a bad thing. It's, it's sometimes, uh, you know, God, God will, uh, you know, put something on you that's an anointing that with, with uh, the weeping prophet also, his prophecies came to pass. They weren't always, uh, uh, you know, full of joy, but they brought, they brought truth. They brought light and darkness. And we need we need true prophets of God to speak his word today. We need pastors and teachers and uh, evangelists and apostles who will unashamedly and uncompromisingly preach the word of God today, that we, we wouldn't compromise, no matter what it looks like around us or no matter how much bondage it seems like we're in. Um, but, but imagine, this, this in Psalm 137, it's a lot like where we are today in our world. Um, th- this Psalm of Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, God's people are in captivity. They've been taken away from their land. Um, and we've been taken away in so many parts of the world from 
what we what we've known as Christianity or the borders of Christianity, and we live in a, a postmodern generation in a in a world who doesn't have a biblical worldview, but but a secular worldview. But but imagine if you want to look at this in Psalm one thirty seven and compare it to anything that in history that we know of, we can compare it in more modern history to us as the Jews during the Holocaust. You know, the Jews during the Holocaust, imagine them being taken away from their land. They're in captivity, in horrendous conditions, in a horrendous place. And, you know, it just that sight of that in my mind is, is, is forever etched because of, of um, what I learned growing up about the Holocaust and people that I have heard testify that's been through the Holocaust and, and uh, encounters I've had with people. And to hear the just the the total, uh, you know, it was just diabolical what happened during the Holocaust. But that's kind of where the they were at during uh, Psalm 137. Uh, the rivers of Babylon. There it says, "We sat down and we wept by the rivers of Babylon." The rivers of Babylon is a strange place. They 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 sat down and they wept. This signified that they had lost their hope. Um, I always say people don't lose their faith, they lose their hope. They lost their hope, they, they lost their vision, they sat down as if to say, this is it, um, it's, I'm just staying here, and uh, you know, it, it's, it's a bad place to be. I've been there. You know, you, you can be in a persecuted nation, or you can be going through um, you know, a, a real horrendous place in your life where there's been a, a marriage breakup, a family breakup, or you're battling a, a you know a terminal disease, or you know the things in life that happen to the bad things that happen to good people that we don't understand. These are all places of of captivity. They're they're all places that that we could sit down, um, and and so we can relate to this. I believe on so many fronts we can all relate to this this scenario here in Psalm one thirty seven. And I pray today, if you're in one of those places, I pray I pray that this message is sent you know, to encourage you, to strengthen you, that it's not over for you. Your, your song hasn't been sung yet. Don't quit. Don't, don't just lay down where you're at. And, um, so when they sat down, uh, and wept by the, the rivers of Babylon, it said they remembered Zion. They remembered Zion. They, they actually remembered how good it was back with God's people in their land. And I, you know, I pray this in, in America and I pray it throughout the world that the prodigals, it's time for prodigals to come home to God. It's time for people to remember how good it is in the house of God, how good it is with the people of God. You know, even if you've had, if you've been to church and you've had something happen to you in church, it's caused you to not like, uh, not like church and not want to go back to church. And maybe you've got offended or maybe you've been wounded by somebody in church that, you know, wasn't acting like a Christian. Um, I pray that you would remember that that, that sampling is, is one of humanity. Um, you can taste church and find out there's places in church that it's not good because there's humans in every church. And so as humans, we all make mistakes. I believe as a pastor, I've offended people not knowing. I, maybe uh, people have offended me not knowing. I'm sure they have. And, and we, we get our feelings hurt and all these things. But we must understand that in this day that we can't forsake the assembly of ourselves together. We have to, we have to come out of those places and walk with God. Because if, when we taste the Lord and we see that he is good, 
See, we may taste church and find out we don't like church, but we taste the Lord and see that he is good. And the Lord says that we're fitly joined together with his body, the church. And we see that he's coming back for a glorious church without spot or without wrinkle. We must gather ourselves up and get back to the house of God. We got to remember Zion. That's what it's talk about here in Psalm 137. We must remember Zion and we must actually remember how good it is when we dwell together in unity. And, you know, unity isn't just my brother and sister's problem. Unity is my problem. You know, you have to seek to have unity. You have to work to have unity. The, the, it's called the family of God, the church. Don't we have trouble in our own families? Aren't our families difficult sometimes? Don't we, don't we have trouble? Don't, and there are times we have arguments and disagreements with our family. It's going to be the same way in the church. But we got to give each other the same respect. We got to give each other the same benefit of the doubt. We got to be able to forgive. We got to be able to forgive our brothers and sisters. How many times? Yeah, you take, can take that up with Jesus. But his disciples asked that question, and uh, I, I don't know if we all like the answer to that. But we must continue to forgive, and we must find a way to connect to the body of Christ, especially today. But that, that's how they remembered Zion. They remembered, you know, there were good things about church. Um, Psalm 42 says this in verse 4. He said, when I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I used to go. I believe there's many people that used to go with the multitude uh, to the house of God. They used to go with the multitude to do the things of God. They used to hang out with the multitude at the church, but now they've gotten away. He said, for I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Listen, it's time to go back to the house of God and sing the song of God. Don't quit. Your song in the house of God has not been sung yet. It's time to go back with the voice of joy and praise. And that's something we really need. And you know what? It's something we gain um, from the church, when we go to churches, we gain joy and we gain, we gain praise. Um, he's talking here, I used to be excited and involved in the things of God. If you're out there today and you used to be excited and involved with the things of God, it's time to dig in today. It's time to get back with the people of God, the ones that are going the same direction, not perfect people, not people that may not, they may offend you. They may upset you at times, but we're all headed the same direction. We all have the same heavenly father and that makes us brothers and sisters. And we need to, we need to hang on. Uh, we need to press on. And if there's, there, there may be in many imperfections in the church. I'm not saying the church is perfect, but God's going to work it out that he's coming back. Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without spot or without wrinkle. And we got to help each other get the spots out and the wrinkles out. I pray every prodigal today that's been away from God would come back, that, that, that they would come back and remember how good it is in the house of God. And you know what, church? I pray we're there to welcome them back. I pray there that we're there with open arms to welcome them back. Myself, there's many people. I'm so glad I've got to have people come back into my life that left my life maybe years ago, maybe maybe two or three years ago, or maybe 20 years ago, that people have come back into my life and we've worked things out. And I pray that that would happen for you today. But if you're, if you're the one that needs to come home, you'd come home. If you're the one that needs to open your arms and send an invitation, I pray that you would do that because we live in the midst of a great shaking and we need each other. Oh, Lord, 
Let us remember how good it is to be in the body of Christ, how good it is to be in the community of fellowship. God, stir up a hunger in your people today to plug into the body of Christ. We need each other. We're all being sanctified little by little, and we can't quit. We can't quit because our song isn't sung yet. In Psalm 137, 2, back to that, it says, We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. Don't hang up your harp. Get up and finish your song. Come back and do, just get in the will of God. Just come back to God and get in the will of God. Life is like a song. It's our story for God's glory. They lost their vision. They lost their hope. They lost their song. But, but today, hear me, that God is the author and the finisher of your faith. And he, what he began in you, he will complete. You just need to come back or, or get back up. Don't sit down and just weep by the strange rivers of Babylon, the rivers of this world. But get back up and, and, and walk with God. You know, just just quickly, my daughter Anna, we we love to play music. Uh, we we play worship music, and we're when we're in the car, and we go along, and and she'll take the music that's downloaded on my phone and play it, and and uh, sometimes uh, she'll just start into a song, and I'll just start to sing and just get into it, and and she'll switch the song, and I'll say what what are you doing? I was just getting into that song, and she'd say I'm basically done with that song. It's over. Wow, it's over. That's what many people are doing today. They're saying, I'm done with it. They, they, hung, they hang up their harps. They, they switch songs. They're, they're going a different direction. But, but I'm here to tell you today, it isn't over. You need, to, you need to pick your song back up. There's a new song that the Bible wants you to sing. Your song isn't over. Your life isn't over. The Bible says, weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Don't, don't sit down on God. If you've already sat down, I pray today that you'll remember Zion, that you'll get back up and you'll come to the house of God. God's waiting on you right where you are today with open arms. I pray, and I know there's churches out there that are waiting with open arms. There are pastors um, waiting with open arms, uh, waiting for you to come back. Um, you know, we need to turn off that, that music of the world in our head, that song the enemy's been playing to us of sadness, and we need to turn on the song of the Lord. I pray today you would stand up and declare, my song isn't sung yet, and that God would put a new song in your heart, and you would experience the joy of the Lord. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.